What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. How are you doing, JP? Doing wonderful. You want to introduce our first interview since the pandemic? Absolutely. We're going to jump right into this. We are here with the great people from Cut It Forward. So I'm going to go ahead and ask, who are you all and what do you guys do? Hi, my name is Angela Hine. I'm the director at Cut It Forward. Awesome. And hello, my name is Christian Trailer, and I'm the administrative assistant and program director. Take that world. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, program coordinator. Absolutely. All the hats. All, the, all, all of it. Yes. Need it all. Yeah. So can you remind our listeners, what is Cut It Forward? So Credit Forward is a nonprofit organization in Oklahoma City that uh, we provide hair and skin care education is the word. <laughs> education products and services to children of color that are in foster and adoptive care and their caregivers. Which is amazing. Um, for those that are new to the podcast, we actually interviewed uh, Credit Forward some years ago finding out about this stuff was just amazing. I know a lot of our listeners were like, I have never heard of anything like this. So what's new with you guys? What's going on now? Um, a few of the programs that have, start, that have started after Angela started um, with Cut It Forward uh, would be our Crown Coaching, which is our one-on-one um, -on -one, um, service that we do with the families that adopt or foster children. We get them to our appointments to ask any questions that they might possibly have. Um, that are ever come to mind or that they've ever wondered and we also teach them how to do the basic things as far as washing hair how to detangle hair when to how to do protective styles how to preserve moisture and things like that and so it's very hands-on um, and then another program that we've started recently is our um, curl shop which is basically our one-stop shop of products that we give to these families and to these individuals and they can go online see these products um, they can order them um, it is completely for free and we are hoping to start a system of either a drop-off delivery or a curbside pickup what's the website cutitforward.org okay what what are these products so these products range from um, hair products as far as like moisturizing, um, clarifying shampoos, um, leave-in conditioners, to detanglers, to lotions, lip balms, sunscreen. Um, we even were um, blessed enough to have um, a donation of skincare products so they could even choose from skincare. Um, and everything in between basically so yeah and the tools to do it that is amazing <laughs> and so needed also that's expensive too yes very so that's very, a very expensive <laughs> how are you all getting funding for this so we started off uh, we have a couple different funders that we work with and um, our personnel is funded through Arnall Family Foundation and so they are really the reason that Kristen and I both have jobs right now, so um, we're very grateful to them for that. Um, and then in terms of our workshops, everything that we do for our workshops right now is funded through Aetna, through a, a grant from Aetna. 
and then we're about to finalize that grant. Actually, coming up on the 20th will be our last workshop under that grant. And then we'll start um, through OCCF, which is Oklahoma City Community, Community Foundation. Foundation. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, so that'll we'll be doing uh, the next few grants through that. Um, our Crown Coaching program is funded through Express Inter uh, Express Personnel International. International. I always get it mixed up. Mm -hmm. But uh, Express has funded the Crown Coaching, and um, then the Curl Shop has basically just kind of come out of. Uh, either donations from people donating products or it's been funded somewhat through uh, just cash donations and things like that. Um, that is the primary source of funding. We're actually getting ready to do a product drive um, on December 22nd and that will run through, this, sorry, we're starting that October 22nd and it will run through December 22nd. And uh, that product drive is primarily through our Amazon wish list, which is on our website. Um, and then the most recent thing that we've that we've done, by the way, I wanted to make sure that I talk about it, is the Oklahoma Curl Directory, which we we're in the process of launching, has not officially launched yet, um, but that will be um, an online directory specifically for people in the hair care industry in Oklahoma that cater to Afro textured hair. So we want to connect the people that are providing that care with people that need that care. Um, and so that's kind of the way that we decided to address that is through an online directory. So um, uh, professionals can choose one of three sponsorship levels. And we've tried to make it affordable for them as well. But then that also gives us direct uh, connection and access for our families to be able to, to connect with safe and um, trauma-informed caregivers. So That's amazing. Yeah. You guys are hitting so many different <clears throat> angles. I'm, I'm curious though, what are some of your biggest challenges setting all of this up? This is a lot of moving pieces from people, you know, organizations grant, giving you guys money to do what you guys need to do, connecting with the people you need to connect with to give the right services. This is just amazing to me in all different areas. I'm just wondering what are some of your biggest challenges? Because I know somebody's listening right now that's going to be inspired and want to do something like this in their community for sure. Honestly, I feel like our biggest challenge has been manpower, just feet, feet on the ground and being able to fund that. Um, you know, we, we, Christian and I only can stretch so far and we literally <laughs> stretch pretty far every day. Um, but, um, my spouse is uh, ready for me to take a break here and there. So we're in the process of trying to bring on additional volunteers and then also just finding additional funding so that we can add another staff or two to, um, to what we're doing because we do have a ton of pieces going on right. all the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure somebody out there is listening right now and it's like, I'll help. I know where you are. Yeah. It's pretty funny. We get a lot of positive messages, so I know somebody out there is listening for sure. What, what have been some of your favorite moments working with Pet It Forward? Or just something that inspired you, made you feel like, oh, I'm stretched thin, but this is 100% worth it because of the impact I'm making on people's lives. Can you well, some, share some of those stories? Absolutely. So, I mean, for me, it's really seeing the that transition when we are working with some kids, whether it's in a workshop or if it's on a one-on-one -on -one coaching session, seeing that transition um, on the kids, on the caregivers of being just really intimidated by the, the whole concept, the whole process, and watching them go from that just really uncomfortable first few moments to the end of the conversation where they're excited, they're laughing, joking, they're looking at themselves in the mirror, smiling, loving what they're seeing. Uh, those kind of things actually really make it worth it for me. 
well, for me, uh, I would have to say same, but also um, the biggest thing for me is actually seeing parents come in and actually seeing a change of heart in them or a change of mindset. A lot of them tend to come in just kind of beat down and stressed, and then by the end of a workshop or a crown uh, coaching, they always leave so confident, and we love the follow-up stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's always the best, getting the follow-up stories of, you know, them bonding over something that used to be a stressful, um, a stressful moment for them. It's actually now the one thing that they look forward to during the week. Right. One of the things that we talk about and cut it forward a lot is that it's it's more than just care. Um, you know, in those relationships between the caregiver and the child, you know, it's really important that those moments where they're taking care of care and skin care and all of that, that those are moments for them to bond and really connect with each other. Um, and I know for a lot of families, my family in particular, you know, growing up, hair was something that was in the way of literally everything else we had to do. And it was not ever a moment where we were trying to bond. I was trying to not get my hair ripped out of my head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so we really try to impress that upon these, uh, the caregivers is that this is a moment for you to sit down with your kid, have nice, gentle, loving touch, and um, and really be able to, you know, talk about your day, talk talk to them about how amazing they are and really just connect with them so that those are moments that when they're grown that they look back on with with like positive feelings, positive feelings and emotions. Because we want to, you know, the, the main thing is we want the children to feel seen, heard, and valued. And um, it's really hard to do that when you're just trying to rush through yeah, life. And trying to get the kids to school. Yeah. And, you know, so where we come in, we want to we want to make that process as easy as possible. We want to connect them with products so that they don't have to worry about having to figure out products. We want to help them learn how to do the basic hair care so that it's not a traumatic experience for them or the kids. And then uh, it just opens up opportunity for, for love and communication, which is great. It's, it builds quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also builds trust. Yeah. And it's a bonding moment for sure. And especially in the world of, uh, adoptive and foster care children, they are all, they already have these walls built because they already feel like that they're not enough. Um, and so finding that new family or finding that, you know, that placement, you know, they go into it already thinking negatively of like, how long am I going to be here? Um, and for them to, you know, have that bonding moment, it's, it's something about someone being in your scalp that just tears down your walls. Yeah, it's very personal and it's very connected. And so you tend to open up. They say, you know, some of the best therapists are barbers and stylists. That is the truth. Yeah, so, that is the truth. So it's, 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 a great, it's a great thing. One of the things I, I really love about the crown coaching, so just to clarify, I don't know how well I did on that earlier, but um, the crown coaching is a two-hour one-on-one session that we have with the families and their and the, somebody that we've hired to that's a stylist and barber actually. Um, so she meets with them one-on-one and goes over any questions, lets them ask anything that they want to ask, lets them express any frustrations they want to express, um, helps them figure out what their basic concerns are and find solutions to that. Helps give them a wash day routine. Um, 
and then she goes into a hands-on demo portion with them and so it'll be the caregivers and the kids working on mannequin heads together and so it's a lot of fun to watch that but um you know i would say 90 percent of those sessions end up becoming very therapeutic you know most people cry <laughs> in a good way you know it's good Absolutely. it's good stuff because they're working through emotions that they really you know they're breaking down that where they're feeling embarrassed to even ask questions in the beginning you know they're they feel um the caregivers really need a lot of encouragement and support, you know, because they're opening their homes to the, to children that they didn't give birth to, you know. So that's that's a pretty incredible thing. And so being able to support them in that way is that's phenomenal. Am, that's amazing. They're learning something new. Um, it's to be able to learn something new as an adult is not the easiest thing in the world, right? So that leads me to this next question for you all: What have you guys learned so far during this journey? Personally, <laughs> <laughs> um, before. Even like starting at um, Credit Forward, it was very wash and go technique when it comes to like my own skincare, my own hair care. Um, and so watching the professionals actually, you know, walk these families through this process, switched up my whole routine. Um, and then not only that, but it enlightened myself and my childhood and how much of things that I thought were standard. Um, and that every family did that you know sometimes you know people don't have and so I had family members that knew how to do hair cut hair they braided it things like that and I thought everyone did and so being exposed to um, those that aren't <coughs> that didn't grow up the same as me or didn't have what I now realize and understand as like the privileges that I had growing up it um, made me feel Basically, it encouraged me to get more involved and to help those because I know my childhood may not have been the best, but it also wasn't the worst. And so every child deserves something of better or even equal value as to everyone else. They should have the same childhood as everyone else. Love that. Yeah, for, for me, I think it was really the realization of I never knew that there was that cultural tie-in to hair in terms of, you know, the bonding and relationship and all of that kind of stuff. Because I just, that's not my lived experience. It literally, my grandma would sit me down on the floor and rip a brush through my hair and gripe at me about how tangled it was. And that was the entire experience. And, you know, with, uh, with people of color, there's a whole entire different history. There's a different experience. And uh, I just, I never... Just never heard any of that. I grew up in Oklahoma. We didn't talk about we didn't talk about black people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we didn't talk about culture in that way. I didn't have um, I just didn't have that information. And so, being able to learn and listen to the people in this organization that do have that lived experience, um, it's really just helped me to really appreciate black culture in general more than I ever even had access to. You know, because I I see pieces a lot different. I didn't know what I didn't know, and now I know. And it's pretty it's pretty awesome it's pretty it's very beautiful really i think it's amazing you go from you don't talk about black people you know when you were a child since <clears throat> 2023 and you're working for a nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> so many people in need i think that's beautiful yeah. yeah it's wonderful the neighborhood that i grew up in in midwest city we I mean, midwest city you think probably a lot more but in my neighborhood there was literally one black family and they weren't any better than any of the rest of us and so i just had a very negative experience and you know we were talking about we did a back to school bash um, a, a month or two ago, and I was driving down 
was at Kelly, I think, and yeah. realized I haven't driven down Kelly my entire life because I was told that I wasn't welcome there. Wow. You know, and so I think about that in terms of the caregivers that are opening their homes to these children, that they may very well feel the same way. Or they should be taught the same way. Yeah, I was taught that I didn't belong on Kelly and Northeast 23rd Street, and so I've just never been there not for lack of willingness, but just because that was how I was trained. And so um, that's one piece I feel like I do bring to the organization is being able to connect those dots for, you know, how can we connect with the caregiver and help them to really feel, um, you know, to lose that shame and that, that, you know, all of those kind of pieces that were ingrained in, in so many of us. And um, we, you know, we wanna help connect these families to culture, you know, and we want them to go to black barber shops and we want them to go to restaurants that are black owned and other places that are, you know, and, and just helping realizing that there might be a barrier there that we have to work through for them to feel like they're welcome. You being a part of this organization already is telling me you're breaking down those barriers. Yeah. Like you being as honest and open about it, I think it's wonderful. Like it should be okay. It should be an open conversation and we should all know like, hey, this wasn't always like this, but we can get here. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where Cut It Forward is going. This is wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love hearing all of this. So, I have been thinking for the past five minutes <laughs> about an interview we did in 2018. We actually couldn't make it, but it was they helped foster kids, but they gave out clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they talked about their struggle mm -hmm. with minorities, like so many things they didn't know, and one of them was like, we didn't know what the term "ashy" was, and mm -hmm. I kind of looked and I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> because I've been called ashy my whole life. <laughs> and it's just some of those things like you never think of. So anytime you get cultures and you kind of, you're exposed to a new one. I think it's, yeah. in my experience, it's always an enlightening and great experience. Yeah. yeah. So is there any way our listeners can follow you on social media, support you besides the website, follow you, any of that fun stuff? Yes, yeah, so the majority, of, I think all of our social media is cut it forward just all together. Um, I think the TikTok that I recently have going is cutitforward.org because I couldn't do the other one. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, we're really trying to pick up our social media um, because of the, during the pandemic, you know, with a lot of people, it kind of fell to the wayside. And so we're trying to really get people more engaged in our social media. So that's... Um, really great if uh, y'all could follow us at BEC Impact. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then to add on to that, um, we do have a um, private Facebook group that is definitely for um, foster and adoptive uh, families um, to really go in. And it's technically, it's our credit forward support group. So they go in and they bounce ideas off of each other. They um, ask questions, ask for advice. Um, share, you know, update stories, update pictures of their families. So they, tech, it's a, they're building, basically they're building their community. Exactly. They're building their community. And so um, it is an invite only, but we highly encourage um, those that you have any listeners that are foster or adoptive parents or are feeling very alone, um, then we highly encourage <clears throat> them to come out to, you know, just look for us and it is cut it forward ethnic hair and skincare support so you can find it on facebook um or reach out to us via our website and we'll get you added in so we're based in oklahoma city but we have a lot of listeners that are in oklahoma city have you all helped anyone that wasn't in oklahoma before 
talk about the... Yeah, so um, you're talking about outside of Oklahoma in general. Mm -hmm. So we actually recently um, were asked to do, to create an e-course for an organization in Kansas. It's the Children's oh, Alliance right. of Kansas. Um, so we're actually creating um, the, writing the, basically the copy for what they're going to turn into an e-course. Um, so they, they reached out to us because they liked what we were doing and they work with all the foster care system and everything in Kansas. So it's really exciting. So that's kind of opened up a new avenue for us to consider, um, you know, how we can utilize something like that to, you know, to grow our organization. Yeah, this is real. That's amazing. Like the dream would be for it to, you know, become nationwide. A, a nationwide thing. Yeah. So, you know, one step at a time. Yeah. Absolutely. And then worldwide next. Sure. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You can do that with the care packages, though, because yeah. you can send them anywhere. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that kind of tied in nicely together. Yeah. I think, do you all have anything else you want to cover before Tim gets to his favorite question? Yes, favorite question. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to make sure that I was clear about, um, for on our website, so it's cutitforward.org, and on there you can get to our Amazon wish list, and anybody that really wants to help out, obviously money is always great, so anybody that can donate in that way, that's fantastic, but... Um, if you want to go onto the Amazon wish list, we have it paired down to our basic essentials that we give out. Um, every one of the workshops that we do or the one-on-ones, we give out um, product boxes, boxes full of we've like 17 or 18 17. Uh, products in each one of them. And so that goes really quickly. We just, we've done three workshops. So like recently, we're getting ready to do another one on Friday. So we go through products uh, really quickly. Um, in fact, I want to say on that, our numbers on that, we have, did I write that? Oh, there it is. Um, so our impact numbers to date, we've served 1,064 children and caregivers, distributed 9,531 hair and skin care products, and then we have 226 uh, community support members through that, that Facebook group. So that's, you know, that's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot, and it's, but it's really very small in comparison to the needs. So yeah. um, if anybody can do the Amazon wish list, it'll come actually directly to our office and um, we'll be able to provide that support to other people. So, yeah. I love it. Help out if you can, listeners. That being said, this is leading me to my favorite question. We ask every guest we've ever had on this podcast. What is your favorite quote? Put you on the spot there. I have I? one. Ooh. So my favorite quote that I have very recently started um, acting upon is um, closed mouth doesn't be fed. <laughs> yes. So, yes. That's been my philosophy in life my whole life. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my favorite. It's my go-to. But while you're thinking, whenever we interviewed um, Bruce and Vanessa, he Bruce, quote. Yeah, he said, if you can't donate your money, donate your skill. And that's what we're trying to do. So if you can't think of one, just know Tim has said that quote at least 150 times. Since then. Since then. That's great. Yeah, I've butchered it two or three times. But it's okay. <laughs> I, I definitely was like, how do you say this? Go to this quote again. And donate your skill. Donate your money. <laughs> <laughs> it works in first. Yeah, it, it works. works. It works. <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. We got one great one out of that. That was funny. If you'd asked me yesterday, I probably could have told probably, you ten. Yeah. But now that I'm in the spot, I got nothing. No. So it always goes for me as well. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, really, I think the thing that popped into my head is just don't be a jerk. 
I love that one too. I don't know if that's necessarily a quote, but it's don't be a jerk. Quotes by Angela. We'll take that quote. Yeah. (laughs) Love people. Don't be a jerk. Quotes by Angela. And I'm just being very politically correct in how I worded it. I probably would have said it much differently (laughs) outside of here. I hear that. I hear that. So we appreciate you all coming on. I just dropped my phone, but it's all good. We had a wonderful interview. And we appreciate you all coming on. We will definitely go on there. Have that little link. Everything that was just talked about, link is going to be in the description. So you can just click and go on there. Amazon wish list, websites, all that fun stuff. And all their social media. I'll make sure to all get it on there. And Tim, do we have anything else? We do not. We're out. Stay positive.